Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? And it's your boy, it's your boy, CG, man. Yeah, man, I had a couple things I wanted to kind of talk about today. I wanted to really talk about Jackson State, Deion Sanders, primetime Sanders, or Coach Sanders, about him leaving HBCUs and going to a Power 5 Colorado straight up. Um, I have a, a, a unique position I guess I want to really talk about, kind of put my experience within the experience that uh, primetime Deion Sanders, but I was probably on a lower level, D2, Lincoln University, and kind of explain a lot of things that Dion was saying is definitely true. Kind of explain our culture, black culture, and why so many people are hurt and which side do I take. Um, just kind of give you an understanding of HBCU and how big or is it in football as power fives, right? So let me get to it. So I went to an HBCU. I knew about HBCUs a little bit growing up. Um, on shows and things of that nature. I wasn't really in a culture because I'm from California, so I'm not like thrust into it, kind of like SEC or something like that, that you're not really thrust into HBCUs like that. You know about Morehouse, um, Spelman, you know, Clark Atlanta. You have heard these, about these schools. So when I seen Deion Sanders go to Jackson State, I was surprised, but I was not surprised. The reason why I was surprised is because, wow, he's going to HBCU, right? At the same time, I'm like, wow, oh, he's about to make HBCUs known, popping. People are going to tune in because I, be, I believe that's a segment in college football that doesn't get no shine. But at the same time, they do have players. You know, it's a culture that needs to be changed. It's, it's an organization that needs to be more organized. There's a lot of good and a lot of bad, right? Um, I think the fan base, fan bases for HBCUs are not that good. They're really not that good. Um, Attendance-wise, some some colleges, they do pretty well, but I just don't feel like they do well enough. Uh, you go to those states, black people just doesn't, they don't support HBCUs. And I'm just being fully honest. You know, you can look stuff up, you can look up data, you can look at, um, even within this year at Jackson State. Um, yeah, they sell out with Jackson State, but when they go on the road, they don't always sell out. And this is with primetime Deion Sanders with networks and <clears throat> being on TV and ESPN. Um, HBCU, they just, they don't support each other, you know, um, fully because to keep uh, a great player like Dion, they should pull out the red carpet to keep him, right? Because he's going to bring sponsors, he's going to bring spotlight, he's going to bring NFL guys back to HBCUs. Why not HBCUs? And I want them to succeed, but I have to be honest and, and transparent and realistic. Because a lot of things that he says, and when you go back to his interviews, he's dropping little hints. And sometimes he's glad I just tell you, you know, they, they stole my box. You know, after a win, you know, when he comes, he again, with black people, we have to come in style. We got to make it big. We got to make it grand. We got to make it 
over the top, you know what I'm saying, to get your attention, right? And that's what he did when he first came, I believe. Meaning, man, you got to believe in this and what I'm about to do, you know what I'm saying? And you almost needed that for HBCUs or people to believe, to understand the culture, right? To understand, hey, man, y'all got to support. We have to support each other. Your fan base in Mississippi has to support each other. South Carolina State has to support each other. Jackson State has to support each other. Fan base got to support each other. You know? And that's what he meant by believe, man. You got to believe it. But when you when he gets there, it was going to be a shit show in some ways. Because they're always going to show the failures of why HBCUs do not succeed at the highest level. They, I feel like they should succeed at the highest level. School-wise, sports-wise, um, just brand-wise. Don't even, can't even go nowhere. Maybe there's some now you can get HBCU gear. That should be their own entity, HBCU.com, and can get any kind of gear from the school that you want to get it from. It's a little easier now, but it wasn't growing up. I should give me a Howard hat if I want to, or a Morehouse hat, or Clark Atlanta. You know, these things should be easy to operate to get. But again, we never had no structure and organization, right? When you see bigger schools like Tennessee or UCLA, these bigger programs, right? The best way to always make money outside of the state or the government is donations and they usually come from your fan base one and your alumni two or donations three they don't get enough of that period because be honest they don't care and they don't care so it's not like hey this millionaire made it hey i care they post it they show the pride in it hey i'm about to build a new stadium hey i'm about to get a gym hey man we on tv like nobody's pushing the culture forward right it's just that's just what it is some of the college high schools look better than the colleges i mean to be perfectly honest i mean the athletes there i mean on some occasions i mean some high school teams are just as good or or the gyms not the players some players obviously are better but what i'm just saying is it don't feel like a top tier college it don't have the feel of college you know what i'm saying it has a feel of like high school that's how the feel is from the locker rooms to the weight rooms but they only thing they want to do is have us cover it and look to the side and say hey don't see that this, this gym is old this football field practice we don't have one some and then some we do have them but it's so bad we have to go to another school a la jackson state and that's how they mostly are. So, again, we have to take responsibility, black people or anybody that roots for HBCUs, and take accountability and have other ways of making money of revenue. One can be, hey, Jackson State, on a sweater, let's sell it. Hey, let's go to a game. Hmm. Season tickets, you know, things of that nature. Online course, they probably do have that. But they need to have more ways to make revenue, right, to invest into their program, right? Instead of riding the bus everywhere, hey, why don't we fly? Why can't it be outside of their realm, right, that they can do normal things like Power 5? They just don't believe. It's not, 
it's not a system that you believe in because it's going to fail you, right? And Dion was saying even that financial aid. It's crazy. I remember I went to Lincoln College, right? And uh, went there for a whole semester and didn't get a dime. Not one dime, right? Until the end of the year. And they finally, as a matter of fact, my brother had to call, had to really go hard on them, the administrators, stuff like that. For them to send a check. I mean, this is, it, it's comical. It's crazy to think that you got to go through all of that. What, four or five months at school? Don't get nothing. Have to figure it out. How to borrow books and look at books and go to the library so you can do your work. And financial aid takes forever. And there's no responsibility. There's no accountability. There's no, okay, you got to go. You got to go. You can stay. You got to go. Bring somebody in black, white, or yellow. It don't matter because we need structure, organization, accountability, leadership. We don't have it. We don't have it. We're going to cut corners because we don't donate. We don't give money back. Without money, there's no resources. All we say is no resources. But we can donate $10, $20, $30, $40, right? So getting back to Dion, so when he comes, he's seen all these problems. So the things that he says, you know, on campus, right? One, uh, fighting or not feeling safe. <laughs> All because you're not going to feel safe. And that's a fact. It's just not going to happen. Some you do most of the time and some you not. You know, then it's not going to be that, period. And that's just real. Somebody's stealing your boombox, that's about normal. We call them the locals. And that's what it is. You know? But if you go to a Mississippi, Mississippi State, right? Mississippi, Ole Miss, uh, Florida. Now that, those things are not happening to those coaches. You know? You think you can walk into um, Nick Saban and steal anything of his? No. Because they don't have cameras. They're going to protect what's great to them, what makes them money. They're going to protect that. And that's the frustrating part. That's why I love it and hate it at the same time. When he's exposing them, it's kind of like, man, it, it needs to. But I hate it because it just makes our school look bad. HBCU, HBCU look bad. But we need to look bad. It's gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna take off, or we're gonna be in the same position before Dion came, and then after Dion leaves, which he is, we're still gonna be the same because we're not elevating. We're not, we're not elevating, right? We don't have no direction. You know, you going, like I said, going to these schools, they look old and they don't look like no money has been put in a lot of these buildings. A lot of black colleges have closed down because of no funding. Less leadership. And that's what I'm saying. So getting back to Dion, he brings... Uh, his documentary series kind of showing the struggles from practice field to now him getting the practice field and having sponsors donate, you know, for practice field to them flying, right? For a game. For a game. You know, HBCU should have been built relationships. Been built them. Dion shouldn't be the one to save the day. That's the problem that I got. That we think Dion Sanders is supposed to save HBCUs? No. 
No, no, we're not going to let the presidents off the hook. Now, I'm not saying all presidents. I think some presidents and counselors, there, there are people there that have love for these kids. They, there are. But the system is broken. The children, the system. And we're not doing anything about it. He wants 60 minutes. He's trying his hardest to get these coaches to understand, to get people to understand. And he exposed it. I love that. Right? So, as black people, we have an attachment to anything that's good that's going on, right? So, if you never donate, if you never bench waste, we sit you game, you're not giving your time consistently to it, right? We still look at you like, well, you still do your job. Even if you don't make no money, that's good for black culture. Nah, we can't, we can't think that. No, we can't think that. That's that's not the way of thinking. And Dion always said he's always going to look for power fighters at returns, right? But in the hands of people are not saying or, or not talking about is his assistants need to get paid. His assistants, not him, right? His assistants need to get paid. He's looking out for people that's been with him for years and years and years that he feels responsible for. And you have to understand that. And that's big of him. Feel that responsibility, right? And I understand what he's saying. Right? So, in Jackson State, I think Dion was making only 100000 or something like that. And his assistant's only making $20,000 a year or something. It wasn't making the grand things, you know, and then he created I think one of the locker rooms, he got to put his own money up, like we shouldn't expect what he worked hard for because he's coaching, he's rich, he should put his own money up, that's not how it should work it should be the donators donating somebody's an architect some black people out there we're not having pride enough to try to keep somebody that's golden to us and put him at a rate of oh man, you're rich, so you shouldn't have to, nah, that shouldn't be that way you know, we should learn how to keep our own, yes, but pay our own. And every black community can understand this. We go to other stores, we don't ask for a discount. But when we get around our people, we always ask for a discount. Because we discount ourselves, we discount our schools, we discount our, our community. And that's just real talk, man. That's just real talk. So we want Dion to save the day, but we don't want to carry the day, carry the week, carry the month, carry the year. You know, I I love that he was at Jackson State. I love and hope that he would stay. I will hope it would come with a great contract to keep him. I will hope that because that would have been amazing to see him get bigger players coming to Jackson State, Mississippi. HBCUs, and I don't understand the hate because what he was a face of something that you like. You never donated. You never went to a game. You were never there. You never donated. You're not helping sponsors. You're not trying to keep them there. You know. So I'm not really mad at Dion, right? So again, he has a docu series the first year, and then he has one the second year, all the way to the championship. Obviously lost. But even in his loss, it was still a win because we got to see other kids. Because some people are rooting for Jackson State because they're like the Yankees, right? They're like the Yankees of it, right? And 
know, that's the first time I ever got to see a celebration bowl, to be perfectly honest with you. I'd never even seen it. And you get to see all the old school players and people that played at Jackson State and South Carolina State. You got to see, like, you know, guys, you know, alumni. Like they do with other schools, like, oh, that's cool, man. The center or the guard or the receiver from this one, they have pride and people in the background. Like, it was amazing. And, but to be honest, the national championship wasn't really packed either. But we're going to be real about it. It wasn't even that packed. I mean, it was probably packed for HBCUs, but it should be way more HBCUs. And as a whole, it should be like a Super Bowl. So, boom, now this year comes up. They've been dominating. He gets Travis Hunter, the number one recruit, and flips him from going to big schools, Alabama, Georgia, Florida State, and flips him to go to Jackson State because he's Deion Sanders. So the noise gets louder. Gets louder. But the louder you get, other people are going to listen and hear and say, hey, we want that. Right? We like the attention. But then when other attention comes, it's black people. We don't like it. Or we don't think, like, okay, we made you. You gave him opportunity, and he took advantage of it. That's what he did, and it was a partnership. Jackson State made money. Jackson State got put on the map, and Jackson State is in better condition that, that they've ever been in. That's how we got to look at the outcome. Now, we got to keep somebody going, right? Keep somebody in that position. TC, obviously, is the new head coach for Jackson State. We always can't look at it from a negative point of view. And that's just real because it comes with issues. If you're just not grown up in that, those kind of issues, you're not going to understand it. And it's going to be very frustrating because some of those kids are good. And they're not going to get treated or felt like college students, D1 students, like real D1s. You know, he had to get favors, you know, them getting suits from uh, Strahan, his company, right? So they can all be suited and fitted and look nice as one, you know. So then when he gets attention, he's dominating. Here comes Colorado. Put him on the phone, beep boop. Now they have a meeting. But he always said if the job was there, he's going to listen. Colorado was one of the schools. I didn't think, well, it may be nice to, I don't know, it's not, not a school that's really good, you know. So I didn't think it was going to go. But then when a vacancy, the other vacancy was getting closed up and they was still open, that's when I knew, like, oh, man, this, this is going to be a game changer. Like, he's going to go. You know, it helps out his son, Shadur, obviously. Because he's the quarterback. Now he's going to play Power 5, Heisman Trophy, trying to go to the NFL. I think he still could have. But he would have to dominate something tremendous, right, for him to get in that. But now he has a chance going from, a, you know, FCS to uh, Power 5 school, you know. So those are one of those are keys. I know that's that's in his mind. Right now he gets resources. And he, you can see the difference. You can see the difference. They have pools, weight rooms, saunas. Right? A facility. <laughs> like it's a difference, man. Like he was making pasta out of noodles. In a box, if I'm being honest. And this is only Colorado. But compared to Jackson State, facility-wise, it's not even close. It's not even close. So if we want to keep Dion, the whole community should have said, how much do we need to donate 
to keep him there. Across the world, hey man, if y'all want to keep Dion, we're gonna have to get what he want and what his assistants want. Because he said, you know the reason I tuck it? He said some cats been with me, quote, since I was coaching my kids since five years old. And now I get to in a couple years they can be millionaires. And the interview didn't even catch that. They can be millionaires. That's what he's looking out for. Ah, but people's not talking about this fully. He's bringing some HBCUs, a la Florida A&M coach. They messed up his season. He's out of there. Mississippi Valley State. He's out of there. Because he always says these coaches can coach. They just never get an opportunity. They say HBCU uh, coach. They always say in that black culture, and that's it. That's all. The, that's, that's as high as they go. And he's bringing a Wimby to a power five conference and get paid more than they probably ever did in their life. I think Mississippi Valley State. I think he only get paid like eighty thousand or something like that. Never been out of Mississippi, he said, and now he gets to go. Feel what a power five feels like. I'm sorry, it's different. He's have security. He you don't have to worry. And when he said, hey, it's not as violent or... It's not. <laughs> Probably not. You don't have to worry about his boombox being tucked Let's be honest. That was wrong. And it probably is about it because he know he was there. And he's like, man, it's time to get up out of here. It's time for me to go. Gotta go. And I can't be mad. We can't be mad. We gotta applaud what he did and what he's doing. Right? Maybe don't, we don't see it now, but maybe one of these... HBCUs is on the coaching staff might get hired out of Power Five, and he's the first one. He can make multiple people get paid to do that. So we want him to win, and some people sat on and want him to win. Like that's how much hate we got. We could disagree and say, "Hey, man, I'd rather for him to be there." That would be fine, but we can't hate on another man's opportunity because we just want a symbol, and we feel like only one man can change it. That's our problem. We don't think as a collective. There is no Martin Luther King coming back. There's no more Malcolm X coming back. There is no more. It's too much division anyway. So we don't start thinking on the same page. We'll start thinking as one straight up, like, okay, get that money. Get these other coaches money because they're going to bring other coaches from the HBCUs up the ranks. That's how you do it. HBCUs need to get better. You need to point at those presidents. That's what we need to point at. State. The money, where's it going? Who's taking it? Who's cutting them costs? Who's taking the money from the stadium? When they say, hey, we sell out, then it says after 30000 right, people that's in the seats. Deion Sanders get a piece of that. And then all of a sudden, they say, oh, we only got 29000 You're like, wait a minute. Now y'all playing with my money. I need my money because y'all said it was sold out. So what's going on? So go get my money. Or it's going to be a problem. It's going to be an issue. And that's the problem. We always have problems and we always have issues. Stop putting everybody on a discount. That's our damn problem. We like to put everybody on a discount besides seeing the bigger picture and paying people what they worth. Not the color on their skin. We got to make it a discount. Nah, man, I'm not doing that. And I'm not going to be mad at nobody else taking an opportunity, man. If, if somebody's not paying you, is you going to stay? From comedy to football to actors 
right? Do we have our own? Anything? BT, yeah, we got a black network, but it ain't, it ain't ran by black people. So I will wait. So yes, I'm rooting for Dion, and I'm on Dion's side. I'm on the side of rights. And what he did was right. He had an opportunity, did nothing wrong. They said, I think they tried to pay him a million dollars, yeah, but he got to pay his staff. They should have been had this in place, just in case, in place. So they're going to miss Dion. Obviously, I think they will. The spotlight is he's one of a kind. Yes. And he, he, he didn't build it long enough, maybe to sustain this excitement or however it might be. But they're in better shape, at least Jackson State, than it once was, for sure. You know? And we got to get better culturally. Got to get better. So I'm not mad at it at all. Not one bit, not one hate in my heart for it. Because he brought some HBCU coaches that would have never, ever been seen. Never went to a Power 5. It don't happen if you don't got a relationship or you're not Dion. So he got a relationship with Dion, and Dion takes him and brings them up. So if he wins, then they can get a Power 5 job somewhere and bring some other HBCU coaches up too. Why? Because those coaches earn it, man. They put in hours and hours and hours. And you telling me you only get 100000 80000 Yeah, that's good to us normal people. But putting that kind of work, man, you deserve that. When you see other coaches getting paid $10 million, $5 million, $3 million. You know what I mean? So that's my, my point of view, man. HBCU's got to get better. There's other ways of making money. We're not making it. We're not, we're not doing good enough. We've got to stop being stuck. Fuck a culture. Cut that culture out and switch that motherfucker up. Put curtains in there. You know, we got to do better. They got to do better. That's on them. They lost a prize. They lost a jewel. And it shows how we dropped the ball. And that's what we did. Drop the ball. So we need to pick the ball up and say, you know what? Tomorrow we're going to do better. Next time we're going to do better. That's what we're going to do. And that's what we will do. But we will see how the leadership works. But I'm not super confident in either. I'm not super confident in either. But if I look at it from a different angle, hey, lost one, we're going to come back, and we're going to get better. We're going to do better. We're going to be right. We're going to be honest. We're going to be real. And we're going to build this up. If they can't do it, we're going to get the facilities right. We're going to get donations. We're going to go to alumni throw donations like Dr. Drake though for $30 million. I believe somebody from HBCUs have raised money. There's connections that need to be had. There's conversations that need to be had. And I believe that they can do it. But you got to get out there and do the work. But if they do the work, if they start to be seen and push themselves forward, I think it's possible. But that's just me. So I hope Dion wins. I'm rooting for him. I want to be watching Colorado. I want to see what HBCU Jackson State looks like without them. I'm going to watch the game this week. I'm going to be rooting for them. But I'm going to be rooting for Deion Sanders because I see the bigger picture. Always see the bigger picture. So it's your boy CG. CG Podcast. I'll holler at you. I will lock in with you. And I'll talk to you soon.
your boy CG. I'm up out of here, man. I'm up out of here.